everyone to today's devotion we're in revelation chapter 15 uh chapter 15 is only eight verses long it really is an introduction to chapter 16 so when we get back from from christmas uh, next monday we will look in more detail at chapter 16 which is the uh, pouring out of the seven bold judgments so uh, just a reminder that the way revelation is set up in terms of the 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 judgments is you get seven seals the seventh opens up the seven trumpets. The seventh trumpet opens up the seven bowls. And so we've had several chapters between the trumpets and the bowls. You may have forgot about the trumpets by now. Um, but but we are about to uh, uh, open up these, these seven bowls. And so what we have here in chapter 15 is yet again uh, the perspective of the way the world looks from heaven while there is judgment and chaos on the earth. And so we've gotten a lot about... Uh, the beast and the false prophet and the dragon and uh, the overcoming of the saints and and a lot of suffering and all that. So so Revelation is, is a very earthly book. It's also a very heavenly book. And so uh, whenever things look chaotic and complicated on earth, uh, Revelation quickly brings us back from the vantage point from of, of heaven. It's an important point of application that the way God views things on earth is very different the way you and I view things on earth. To us, things look chaotic, things look out of shape, uh, going in the wrong direction, all that sort of stuff. From God's perspective, things are going precisely the way uh, He has ordained them to go. We may not understand it, and we certainly don't see it, um, but by faith we, we do believe that that is true. Because remember the context of Revelation. It's not written to 20th and 21st century um, end times would-be prophets. It's written to first century Christians in Asia Minor, most of whom are under uh, the threat of persecution and they're suffering from the outside. And also there's the internal threat of, uh, of, of apostasy and false teaching. And so Revelation must address those issues. And so you have spiritual malaise and, and legal physical harm coming to them. And so um, and so the message of Revelation has to meet them where they are. And so uh, when we see talk of the beast and the false prophet and, and the dragon and all this, well, the first readers would understand that, that they, that, that describes the world they're in, the, the, the threat of Rome, the threat of local magistrates and governors, the, the internal threat of false teachers, the seduction of, um, uh, of, of false religion and all that. Well, then when you see it from God's perspective, then it allows you to, to endure to endure with patience, which remember that's how, I believe it's chapter 14, uh, one of the latter verses said, and then um, to, to, uh, to strengthen your faith. Right? So we begin here, seven angels, seven plagues, which are the last, for with them the wrath of God is finished. So the seven plagues uh, will um, be the seven bowls. Remember that the word plagues is important because a lot of the trumpet uh, judgments uh, mirrored the plagues from Egypt. So that term is is significant. Well, uh, then they, they appear a sea of glass mingled with fire. There's not, I mean, it's not really a matter of debate, but there there is some conversation about what is described here. Uh, the, the Greek word used here for sea of glass is, is used in the Old Testament to, to describe uh, basically a wash basin. 
uh, used uh, by the priests for, for ceremonial washings. So one view is, is to say that what we have here is uh, righteous indignation. So you're going to get the, the judgment coming, uh, but what you get is righteousness. So you get this wash basin uh, mingled with fire, which is all about cleansing. So God's judgment is not just because he's angry. Uh, God's anger isn't an, an emotional rage that goes too far. It is a righteous anger uh, that that cleanses. Right. That that, that is a, a big big difference. We often want God to his anger to be like ours, uh, which is oftentimes more malice and bitter and envious. God's anger is more righteous. Uh, or the sea of glass means uh, it's, it's, it's a way of speaking of being able to see the works of God on the earth. Uh, verse 3, they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. Now, what follows is either the song of Moses or the song of the Lamb. I think it's the song of the Lamb uh, because what follows has no clear connection to uh, what what we might call the Song of Moses. There isn't in the Old Testament a Song of Moses. What you do have is uh, a song in, I think it's Exodus 15. Another one is, I believe, in Deuteronomy. And I believe Moses has a psalm. Don't quote me on that. I, I could be wrong, but I do believe there is a psalm that he wrote that is in the Book of Psalms. But nevertheless, um, um, those don't seem to have the same connection here. Now, thematically, it makes sense. Because the songs of Moses were songs of redemption. That judgment, or redemption comes by means of judgment, right? So, so the song of Moses, that phrase, which isn't given here, I don't think, does make sense. That God's judgment is for the redemption of his people. So just as he visited, judgment, uh, visited Egypt with judgment, so too he will do the same with the beast, whether that's Rome or Jerusalem or some future empire. Um, God's judgment is for the purpose of, re of, of redemption. So it makes sense, the Song of Moses. But we do get the Song of the Lamb. And you see what it says here. Great and amazing are your deeds, O Lord God the Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the nations. Who will not fear, O Lord, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship you, for your righteous acts have been revealed. I would say this Song of the Lamb is... A great place to start when thinking about what does the Bible mean by the wrath of God? Again, we often think of wrath as just emotional rage. Well, that's what we mean when humans are wrathful. Um, but, but when God is wrathful, what does it really mean? Well, you see the, the greatness and amazing of, of God. And notice that the song is the lamb song or sung to the lamb. It's, there's, there's a matter of uh, translation there. And notice how easily it is, O Lord God the Almighty. Is the Lamb God Almighty or is it the Father who's Lord God Almighty? Of course, the answer is yes. But, um, and notice that it speaks of the uh, righteous and true are the ways of God in the context of judgment. And he's the king of the nations. Uh, we talked about that actually this last Sunday morning. Who will not fear, O Lord, and glorify your name? You alone are holy. All the nations will come and worship you. And we've seen that, right? Go back to chapters 4 and 5. All the nations will, will gather, um, and people from all the nations, tribes, and languages. Um, well, for the sake of time, um, and, and I'm, I'm hoping to keep this one short, uh, verse 7, one of the four living creatures, we met them back in chapter 4, 
they're, they're part of the divine council. They seem to have uh, a particular authority. There seems to be a hierarchy in heaven among the divine council. Uh, one of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bowls full of the wrath of God who lives forever and ever. Um, now, this, of course, is the seven bowl judgments, which we'll see Lord willing next week, starting Monday. Um, but what I want to point out with is this is something I hadn't really noticed before until I was getting prepared for, for today's devotion. Uh, the golden bowls, the first time we see golden bowls in Revelation is in chapter 5. Uh, now remember chapter 5 uh, is, is my favorite chapter of the Bible. Um, it's, it's the scene in heaven where the saints, from the four living creatures, the elders, the angels, and the saints, all worship the lamb who was slain, who's, who's both lion and lamb. Um, but what we see there is that there is a there are bowls of incense given to God uh, or given to the Lamb, um, and those bowls of incense we're told represent the prayers of the saints. You remember what it is that they are crying out: How long will we suffer, and, and how long will our deaths go um, uh, unavenged? Right. Um, well. One possibility is these bowls, and the word bowls is used, this word for bowls is only used in Revelation, um, goes all the way back to chapter 5. So, so, so the reason that's important is the saints are asking how long will we have to wait before uh, uh, our, our, our injustice is avenged, right? Um, well, the answer is given here in chapter 15. The time has come now. Your the your, the bowls of incense have been received, and now what, what's going to be poured out on the earth? So the incense is offered to God, and now the bowls become a metaphor for God's wrath. And 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 what you have here is God answering the prayers of the saints for justice and righteousness and truth, and for God to reign over the nations once and for all, to put it into all this. I mean, think about it. Isn't this been your prayer for 2020? How long? Not just pandemic and disease, but just all the nonsense that that is unnecessary, but is but is uh, typical of a fallen world. How long before you set up your kingdom and your righteousness? And again, if if you're the first reader of this from Asia Minor, whether from Laodicea or Philadelphia or wherever. You're, you're, you're asking this question, how long must we wait? And the answer is given here. That in the time frame of God, it, it isn't long that the judgment will come. And judgment did come upon Rome. It did come upon Jerusalem. It has come upon all the empires. And it will come again. Um, verse 8, the sanctuary is filled with smoke from the glory of God from his power. Probably a reference to the dedication of the tabernacle and the temple where God's glory filled uh, the, the, the entire area. No one could enter the sanctuary to the seven plagues of the seven angels were finished. So what we have here is the finality of it all. God's wrath will be revealed. And we'll get that Lord willing Monday when we start in chapter 16 with the seven bowls. So we are over halfway through Revelation um, and uh, right around the first of the year I think we'll officially finish it. So I uh, hope to see you guys Monday for devotion. Till then, have a great Christmas, and uh, um, we'll get back to it next week. Have a good one.